This is episode number 14 with your host, Michelle Lamoureux. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I'm going to talk to you about the art of manifesting. And when I talk about manifesting, my definition is to call into your life that which does not yet exist, but that you want to be a reality. And I've definitely manifested in my life and sometimes really quickly. And today I want to share my roadmap that I've used in my own life to manifest things that I want. Everything from my relationship with my husband, we've been together I think it's 16 years. (laughs) You lose track after a while, but I guess that's a good thing because it's a great relationship. And I've attracted a dream job in the past. Um, I've attracted a lot of different things using this technique. And so today, the way I wanted to structure it is I want to take you through the steps that I used to manifest And then once I've taken you through the steps, I want to give you real life examples. And I also want to talk to you about the things that may block your ability to manifest and how to work around them. So, you know, before I get started, I will say that this whole world of manifesting and affirmations, and I'll define that for you in a moment, um, was first introduced to me by a book. And it was called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And this book changed my life. I, um, it really resonated with me and it opened my heart and mind to a new way of thinking that I just wasn't aware of before. So I love this book and I will link to it because I, I think it's, it covers a lot of, um, these ideas of manifesting and affirmations and also the limiting beliefs, which can be what blocks you from attracting and what you desire. So just a reminder that all of the notes from today's show will be over at thegoodlifecoach.com slash 014. Again, that's thegoodlifecoach.com slash 014. Now, you're welcome to take notes if you'd like. I promise to have all of the steps I discuss there, but um, if you like to write things down, you should totally do it in the way that benefits you. Okay, so let's get into my roadmap for manifesting. Step one, you need to decide in detail what is it that you want to manifest and why. Once you're clear about that, I want you to write it down. Research has shown that you're over 40% more likely to call something into your life and make it a reality just by writing it down. So I really want you to write it down, not just think about it. I want you to be able to see it on paper. Now, if you like to see things in front of you and that inspires you and makes you feel happy and excited about a goal or something you desire, then I would say definitely consider doing a vision board. They can be a lot of fun and creative. You can use words and cut out images of what you want to bring into your life. 
And you have to just remember as you're creating, whether you're just writing it down or you're attaching a vision board, and you know, you can do a vision board specifically for one particular uh, desire you have. And that's actually the example I'm going to share with you is what I did. It wasn't like a life vision board. It was for a specific goal. It was to help me sell my home during a down market. So I'll tell you about that in a minute. And remember, you don't need to know how it's going to happen. You just need to know what you desire and have some faith that this is going to work. Okay, step two, I want you to create an affirmation or affirmations around what you want to call into your life. Now, an affirmation is just a positive statement made in the present tense as if it's already happening. So I'm now vibrantly healthy and radiantly beautiful. If you're trying to call in good health, abundance is my natural state of being. Abundance of all sorts flows into my life easily and effortlessly. If you're trying to call in abundance, those are just a couple of examples. And actually what I love about Louise Hay's book is that she has tons of examples for different areas of your life. Now, third, This is the third step. And this is the one I think that a lot of people don't do. So a lot of people are aware of, you know, writing down what you desire and creating affirmations and they're saying affirmations every day, but they're not doing step three. Step three is to get into action. This one is critical. And, you know, I think it's where, like I said, people don't take this important step even like the smallest steps towards something. And I'll show you what I did when I sold my house to get into action. Now, step four, you need to see yourself as having accomplished the goal. You need to see it as if it's already happened. You need to feel it in your body, in every cell, and just get that sense of excitement and fulfillment and joy as if, It's been done and it's your reality. That future dream is here. Now, there's research that shows that your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between your imagination and what's actually happening. So your subconscious mind goes to work to bring this reality to you. Now, in addition to these good feelings, I had once read and I Googled it before this podcast because it was so long ago um, that I didn't remember where the source was, but that if you hold a thought, you hold this affirmation and these good feelings, right? You say these affirmations out loud and you picture achieving it, but if you hold it for 68 seconds, apparently it helps really manifest things faster. And that actually was my experience when I sold my home because I actually did consciously hold the emotion for 68 seconds. Um, So it looks like it was written by Esther and Jerry Hicks. The only book I ever read of theirs is Ask and It Is Given. I honestly don't remember that much from this book. Um, So you could definitely pick it up. I know a lot of people love their work. Um, Jerry Hicks has passed, but his wife Esther still teaches and um, you could definitely check it out. But that's what I took away from it. And that's what I use. Okay. So the fifth part, whatever you desire, you have to surrender and focus on the gratitude of every day and just let go of outcome. You really have to trust that everything is working out for your highest good And just like I said in step one, you don't have to know how you're going to get there 
to get where you're meant to be. So I definitely want you to surrender and focus on gratitude every day. And so you can do that in a journal. You can write down three things every night that you're grateful for. You can do it in the morning. Um, You know, I forgot to mention in um, number four, when you're feeling the good feelings, also repeating the affirmations, looking at your vision board and calling into those feelings, using as many of your senses as you can. Okay. And number six, some things take longer to manifest and you have to remember that your thoughts are always creating. So I want you to keep positive with your thinking. Even when those negative voices come in, just acknowledge the fear, acknowledge the voices. They're usually a younger part of you that is triggered and afraid and they can block what you really desire. So, you know, there's going to be some limiting beliefs and you're going to have to examine those. So if you're trying to attract in abundance and you have a limiting belief that there's not enough for everyone or being wealthy makes you greedy or whatever it might be, then you're going to have to counter those limiting beliefs and reprogram your mind with positive affirmations and new positive statements. So I was just talking to a client about this. I want you to write down, if you're feeling like you're blocked or as you're doing affirmations or as you're visioning and trying to feel into this future, if you're feeling resistance, pay attention to that. What are those voices saying? What are the stories that you're telling yourself that is blocking you from bringing in what you want? You have to do the work and show up and shift that energy in order to bring in what you want. Okay, so I promised to tell you a story from my life. And, you know, I had bought a condo when I was in my early 30s. I bought it on my own. My first, it was a one-bedroom condo. I was super proud of myself. It was my first home, and I loved this house. And I lived there for five years. And when I was getting married to my husband, we decided we were going to sell it. And so I had so much love and such good memories from that home that I was feeling really drawn to selling it myself. Now, it was a down market, and I had bought when the market was on an upswing, so I overpaid, and now the market was softening. And so I decided I was going to do the sale on my own, and I decided I was going to manifest what I wanted. So I used the steps that I just walked you through. I'll take you through. So step one, in detail, my desire, what I wanted to manifest was I wanted to sell my house without brokers involved. I wanted it to be a smooth and easy transaction. And I wanted to ask a price that I thought was fair and get it. And that was it. I didn't want to negotiate. I was convinced that I was going to find the right number for this home to sell it at, and I was going to do it. I also gave myself two months because I said, okay, I'm going to give myself two months to manifest. And if it doesn't happen, I will get a real estate agent involved or I'll reassess to see if I should. Um, We were getting married and I didn't have all the time in the world to sell it, but I did have a two-month window. So I gave myself that. I created a vision board just for the sale of this house. Now, I didn't do it on a white poster board. I didn't pin up pictures or do anything fancy. I actually opened up PowerPoint on my computer. I took photos of my home. On it, I wrote an affirmation. I easily and effortlessly 
sell my home to my ideal buyer. I had the affirmation down and then I got into action. So I went to every open house of every one bedroom in my neighborhood. I looked at what they were pricing it for, what the square footage was, how much work those properties needed. And I realized that my house didn't need anything. It was really beautiful and had these tall ceilings. And I thought, you know, I overbid because of the uniqueness of this place. And so I'm going to honor that and I'm going to price it at what I think is fair based on the market. I really went by what was what the comps were. So I did my homework. I got a lawyer and got all the paperwork I would need in case I was able to find a buyer. I would be ready to go. I talked to a realtor who was a broker who was uh, a friend of mine, and I asked him if I could pay him to just list it on MLS, which was the real estate um, listing service that would actually get it out to all the realtors and, you know, put it out there for me. I put an ad in the paper. I got signage and I made my house like so decluttered and gorgeous. And, you know, truthfully, it was in good shape, but I I went the extra mile and just, I mean, it was the energy in there was just so beautiful. Everything was just just as it should be for an open house. It was totally decluttered and beautiful. So that's how I got into action. And then step number four. So every day I looked at that PowerPoint, just that one slide, I had printed it out and I said my affirmations and I'm gonna tell you a little secret. I didn't just say the affirmations, I sang them. So (laughs) I don't know if you like to sing, but I like to sing and I wanted to bring some joy and like shift my energy to the positive and have some fun with it. So every day, and sometimes I would even do this in the mirror. Now, Louise Hay talked about mirror work and being able to look yourself in the eye when you want to bring something in and that it's really powerful. So I was game. It couldn't hurt, right? So I did it. And so... Every day I would hold this like vibration of positivity and I'm, and I would say like, I'm so grateful my house sold for asking to the best buyer and everything happened so quickly. And I would just act like it's all happening right now. And I had so much fun with it. And then I let it go. That was it. I didn't think about it again. Now the first open house happened and I got an offer. And it was $70,000 less than what I was asking. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Well, uh, I turned it down. I said, no, I told the realtor, I've done my due diligence. And so um, the next week, I got an offer for $15,000 less. And I almost took it. But a voice was like, nope, you're going to manifest what you set out to do. So you're just going to hold to it. And then another offer came in the following week and it was so low. And I, I will tell you, this is what's going to happen. When you put out what you desire, those voices that I told you about, whether they're limiting beliefs or just full on fear of failure are going to come flooding in and they're going to tell you, you know what, you're an idiot. You should have taken that offer. Uh, you're not doing this right. Why, you know, what makes you think you can do this? Whatever, whatever voices are going to come in. So I did doubt myself. I'm like, oh no, maybe I should have taken that offer. Now, you know, they're going lower than what I had anticipated. So I thought, okay, you know what? You made a commitment. You're going to go for this for two months. So now I was three weeks into the process of my two months. The following week, I 
And I kept doing my affirmations every day and I sang it and I felt it. So on the fourth week, a woman walked in and spent about five minutes in the place. Again, it wasn't a big place. And she said, I love your home and I'd like to buy it. And I said, do you have a realtor? I'm happy to work with whoever you you have. And she said, no, I'm kind of doing this on a whim, but my husband and I have been thinking about buying a place in the city and, and we love your home. And I had the paperwork and sure enough, we closed within 30 days. So from beginning to end, two months later, everything was a done deal. She paid me cash at offer and I manifested what I had desired. So I love sharing that story because it's just an example of what's possible when you have the clarity of vision and the conviction in your heart. So before I leave you today, I did want to share an example of manifesting on a smaller scale with a client that I worked with um, because I think you will see from this example that you've manifested in your life before, but you just didn't even realize it because it was something that came to you that you'd been thinking about and it popped into your life and it didn't seem like that significant. And so you didn't realize that you were actually calling something you wanted in. So in this case, this woman was a marketing manager. She was looking to get a new job and she completely lacked confidence in herself. And so we worked on her presentation skills and her interview skills. And while we were working together, she started also gaining confidence. She said to me, she said, this is going to sound really weird, but I want to learn how to hula hoop. I want to do like one of those hula hoop classes. And I said, well, that sounds super fun. She's like, yeah, I don't know why, but I'm just so intrigued with this, this idea. And I was like, well, you should go out and get yourself a hula hoop. So a week later, she comes in for her session and she's like, Michelle, you're never going to believe what happened. But on Saturday, my friend came over and she brought me a hula hoop without even knowing that I wanted to start hula hooping. And we are going to take a hula hoop class together. They have these like exercise classes. And so I loved it. I was like, you manifested that. You attracted this hula hoop into your life. And I think it was such a beautiful example of what she was capable of on a smaller scale. And so maybe if this idea seems too out there for you or you're unsure about it, try it. Try it on a smaller scale. And it's normal for those negative voices to want to creep in to say, who do you think you are to want to have this happen? Like that's too big of a dream or whatever it is. And so just know that that can happen if you're going for bigger dreams or desires. And sometimes you have to work on the limiting beliefs that you have in order for what you manifest to be what you really want to happen in your life. So I hope that these examples help you. And again, I will have on the website at thegoodlifecoach.com forward slash 014, the steps that I took to manifest what I wanted in my life. Now I have plenty of other examples, but I like keeping things simple and we can dive into this topic again at another time. And I'd love to answer any questions you have about this or any challenges that you're having or any coaching tips that would benefit you in your life. You can just come on over to thegoodlifecoach.com and go right to the contact page. And under general inquiry, you can just put in your information 
And if you want to stay anonymous, just note that you want to be anonymous and I can cover your question hopefully at some point on another episode. So thanks so much for joining me. I hope that you found this really helpful and I will look forward to connecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now.